Jason, Kevin here. How are you? Hey, good. How are you doing? Sorry about that. Ah, not a problem. No, I'm glad you were able to let me know you could still do it. Yeah. Yep. First uh, song <laughs> conversation, and uh, and fifth from the extended uh-huh. album, uh, which actually ties a record. Just so you know, that's actually the most I've ever done from wow uh, one record. But I obviously. These three EPs, I think, called yeah. for it. And, and I think this song specifically um, very much represents uh, your, your processing of your own situation through a song, uh, probably more so than almost any other song we've ever talked about. So I'd love Which to kind one? of hear right on time, if that's okay. Oh, right on time. Yeah, absolutely. That's, uh, I'm probably the proudest of that song. On the whole record. Yeah, I could see that. I, that might be the it, number one song for me. Yeah, I could see that it just represents you um, and very much in kind of a nothing is wasted kind of way. Um, yeah. Uh, kind of expressing your self-doubt, but really laying it kind of at the feet of the cross, so to speak, and just saying, you know, God, I don't get any of this but yeah. you do. Um, right. And I feel like, wow, as we've now entered 2021, boy, do we need to lay a whole <laughs> lot down <laughs> and say, I don't get any of this, Lord, but you do. Yeah. So I kind of feel like it, we're really in that kind of a moment, even as a nation right now. And uh, yeah, we can get into that later, but why don't we start like we usually do with you sharing a little bit of the song creation process, because clearly there's uh, such an autobiographical tone to this one. Yeah, you know, uh, originally, when I was dreaming up what this record would be, I thought it would be uh, a record of songs based on uh, these succinct things, words that were spoken to me that changed everything. Like I was, and, and I can't remember if we've talked about this before, so I, I hope I'm not repeating myself. I am getting older, you know, so I started yeah, using old. the same jokes over and over now, you know, because that's you know, just like my grandpa did. But um, oh, Totally understand. And not a problem. <laughs> I'm, I, that's the beauty of it being a recorded conversation. Sure, I can sure. pipe up later. I, uh, <laughs> it's a goofy story of of, of uh, my first recognition of the phenomenon, but I was on the road with my buddy Nathan, and when we're on the road with each other, we always look for, you know, when you're in the town, you got to do the thing that people do when they're in the town. And then mm. also, then after that, we have to go find the cool coffee shop. And he's, mm. he is a coffee aficionado, right? So that was his job to find the legit coffee place. And then we go there and, uh, and I would order my, you know, uh, caramel lavender, uh, oat milk latte with a rose petal garnish or something like that, you know, something kind of frou-frou. And, and then he would order just a, a ristretto Americano that's just black, you know? And, um, we're hanging out and I'm, you know, I'm like, man, I wish I liked your kind of drink. And I've, I've tried 
for like 20 years to graduate into just liking my coffee black and I just can't I just can't get there you know I like to drink these and he looked at my drink he said you know I used to like those drinks but then I, I started to feel like I was just drinking a lot of hot milk <laughs> and he said those words felt like I was drinking a lot of hot milk and all of a sudden you know I took another sip and I was like, oh my gosh, he's right. This is hot milk. I'm like, disgusting. I, had, I was loving my drink a moment before and then I heard a handful of words and it changed my physical and emotional experience of something mm-hmm. that just a moment earlier I was enjoying and now it seemed really gross to me, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking about that afterwards, like that's the power of words, right? Like you hear the you hear specific uh, combination of words in a moment, and it can change everything. It just reorients the way you see the world, the way you think, even the way you you physically experience a thing, right? And I just thought that's that's crazy, but not all that surprising, right? Because right uh, because God created the world by by speaking it speaking mm. order in the chaos, you know, and, 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 and that's, and that's, you know, we who are created in his image, we, we, uh, we are imbued with the, a, a version of that. Right. So, um, so I started to be curious and to comb through my history, looking for what were times when I, I heard something that, that, that changed everything, you know, Hmm. And uh, some of those songs, so, so I wrote a bunch of those songs. Yeah. And uh, then when the, the, the theme of the record changed, um, not all of those ended up on the record. Some of them did, though. Um, order, Disorder, Reorder hmm. definitely came from that place. You know, of, hmm. of, you know, I noticed that when I heard those words, it just it reoriented the whole way I, I saw the world. Uh, the only way out is through. That was something mm, yeah. that changed everything, you know. Um, mm-hmm. uh, bring it all. Mm. The version of that. Um, anyway, uh, right on time um, is definitely that. So is every moment belongs. Mm. Yeah. So, but um, right on time came from a moment when. Uh, you know, I'm. I was curled up on the on the floor of my bathroom at 3 a.m. crying out to God, uh, afraid that uh, my life was slipping through His hands, the hands that had al- always carried me through up until then. Um, it seemed clear that my marriage was going to end in a divorce, and and uh, I'd been. I had never prayed harder for anything, you know, for God to show up in some way, you know, change her, change me, whatever it takes, you know. Um, So I'm just, uh, I'm laying on the floor in an embryo position, 3 a.m. in the morning, sobbing, feeling utterly alone and hopeless. And I I heard something in my heart, you know, I'm always 
reticent about saying the Lord spoke to me, you know, but, but uh, <laughs> as confident as I can be about that, that's how I experienced it. You know, some, that, uh, that he spoke to my heart mm-hmm. saying, or maybe this is all right on time. Mm-hmm. Maybe all of the, the change and transformation that you've been hoping and praying for for years uh, have maybe all these events have converged in your life to make that available to you. And uh, I, I believed those words in that moment, and it, it brought me a lot of peace, a lot of hope, and helped me to receive my circumstances as from the hands of the Lord, or if not from him, that at least I could put them in his hands and he could make something good out of it. He could make me good out of it, make me better at least, you know. Um, And uh, so I just, you know, rather than feeling anxiety, I just had this this, uh, means of, 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 here's what it is. Those words help me to accept my reality and be like, all right, where do we go from here? What do we make of this, Lord? What do you want to make of this, you know, if all these things are right time? I think about things like, you know, if I struggle with anxiety, it's kind of hard to work on my anxiety when I'm not feeling it, but but in a moment when all of a sudden I feel anxious, well, then all of a sudden, there it is. It's available to me to work on then, right? Um, and uh, something about that idea of these things are right on time to, to give me this opportunity to group to grow beyond this, to become the kind of person that knows how to save his marriage, I guess was my ultimate hope, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and that didn't and that didn't happen, but um, you know, my marriage ended in divorce, and but but that didn't affect the truth I experienced of those words, you know, right on time. So. That's personally where yeah, the song came from in my story. Yeah, and, and yet you also experienced peace, and I think that's a really great life lesson, um, regardless of getting the outcome you wanted. Right. Um, and I think that's part of the sanctification process um, yeah. of one, weird to say, the sanctification of brokenness, but I actually kind of feel like that's the thread of us talking for the past um, 13 years now has really revolved around you really can't find any kind of a healing unless you acknowledge your brokenness. And that's what you're doing here. And, And I think scripturally, this is a little different than some of the other versions of this story we've talked about because this one actually is more about a state of mind. Well, maybe they all are, yeah. but, but this one very much is about a state of mind and in allowing to have God's thoughts be our thoughts, 
which are higher than yeah. ours. And, and that's in many ways comforting. So one of the verses I think would be good to tie in here would be um, Philippians 4, 6, and 7, particularly the second half of it. You know, the first half says, don't be anxious about anything. Right. But in every yeah. situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, which you, you really are kind of doing in this song. But I love yeah. the second, second part. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Because yeah. the, the enemy, you know, Satan loves to take our minds and tell us you're a failure as you basically were expressing in this song, you um, have messed up no matter what you ask God for. It's, you know, it's going to not work out kind of a thing. And yet the beauty of maybe he was right on time uh, and God audibly uh, or otherwise showing us he was right on time is that he has something better for us than we could think or imagine from that brokenness because it really does maybe bring us closer to him. Now that's actually kind of what I'd like to know from you is have you found any examples of sanctification or of peace transcending understanding from what you've walked through as it, as it pertains to this coming from the third EP, the one called order, meaning yeah. how has God maybe helped order things for you through that Perfect. moment you went through? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let me answer that. And before I do, I'll say that, that uh, the verse that you referenced, I think that is perfect. And I think that, that concept finds or can be wrapped up in flesh and bone in the story of Joseph, right? Mm, yeah. um, who who, who uh, I do have had moments of curled up on the bathroom floor at 3 a.m. wondering what is going on and are you even here, you know? wasn't until many, many years later, many, many chapters later where he discovered, oh, all oh, this was right on time. Wow. Mm. You know. Um so what's the reorder I've experienced, you know, uh I guess most of it is that I I don't know about you. I imagine this is true for you and maybe true for everybody, but I, I imagine we have some ideal in our mind of of who we would like to be, how we would like to conduct ourselves. You know, um, evidenced by when we lose our temper or we're always kind of, we feel like after the fact we're like, that's not me. That's not. I didn't mean that. You know, like all those things. And, and so I think we have this idea we'd like to be, and and 
that God has put that in our hearts, you know. Mm. I have found that I have made the greatest leaps forward towards that uh, person I most want to be um, by going through the process of order, disorder, and then it's it at the stage for reorder, you know. Gosh, mm. as... as uh, as pedestrian as it sounds, um, and I sound kind of like a jock here, like it's kind of like a kind of like a jock metaphor that this this artsy guy is going to give you, you know. But but like it's like the best metaphor I can think of is is the gym, you know. Yeah, sure. You go to the gym, and 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 if if you don't lift heavy enough weight, you don't you don't grow at all, right? Uh, you can also try to do too much and injure yourself, you know, but, but, you know, the idea is to, to, to be pressed beyond your current limits, break down the muscles so that it grows back stronger. And I, I just think that that's how the human spirit works too, you know, and it's interesting too, because I think, um, What's the best example of this? Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. You can say that, and and if you're a naive person, it's tinny, and it's, uh, you know, it's just like you don't even know what you're talking about. You have not earned that, you know. Mm. But it, But, like, if you're... A person who, 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 you know, you believe that and then you've gone through a little bit of hell or maybe a lot of hell and, and, and had your whole world turned upside down and wondered if you could even believe anymore. And then you come out the other side of all of that with a newfound faith and you say, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. The difference is it's not just simplicity, right? It's not just a simple statement it's simplicity on the other side of complexity and uh that's really valuable you know and uh i don't know how you get to that uh if you bypass the complexity (laughs) um so so uh so a lot of things i used to believe in my season of of order Mm. that all got broken down and blasted to smithereens in my disorder are now coming back to me in reorder and I and they mean something deeper and more nuanced to, um, to me than ever before you know um, and uh, beyond meaning just like in the way that I live my life too like there's somebody in my life that I for for two decades I knew I should forgive them because I'm a Christian and, you know, I don't want to hold anything against a person. Um, But I couldn't get there. I could never forgive Mm -hmm. them, you know. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden I went through my own disorder. I I experienced my world falling apart, disillusionment, uh, some of the um, sad decisions that you can make when you're in that state, you know. And... uh, on, on the other side of that, 
all of a sudden I, I realized, oh my gosh, I think I've forgiven that person. And it turned out that I, I, I couldn't get there by trying and wanting to. Um, I, 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 I hadn't failed enough yet for any kind of genuine forgiveness to happen, you know. So basically, God so softened important. God softened your heart. You know what I love? Yeah. I loved your um, I loved your Joseph story because one of the things about yeah. him that's inspired me forever um, is how soft-hearted he was. By the end, yeah. Brother, well, towards his brothers especially. Like, I mean, yeah. these guys did nothing to earn the compassion yeah. he gave them, and that whole description yeah. of him him weeping uh, when they come yeah. come back, and then him being able to, through God's providence, acknowledge all this horrible stuff he'd been through, you know, what was meant for evil, God meant for good, basically is what can give you that posture of maturity. Um, That's, I think, what I was referring to earlier earlier about, that our our actual sanctification comes from our our ability to better acknowledge our brokenness. Because I think that's what's different, is I think when we're younger, we think we can kind of fix things. Um, yeah. Or, or we totally. have, we have like a different standard um, that right. is is un, unattainable. Which, by the way, I actually think is one of the tricks of Satan is to give us these unattainable standards so yeah. that we feel like failures all the time. Um, so I think that's what this song is representing. It's representing that yeah. Joseph mindset of even though this was meant to be a thing to knock me down. God, I know your ways are higher than my ways yeah. and your thoughts are higher than my thoughts. Um, so I'm definitely going to include that verse. I wanted yeah. to make sure I told you these other couple verses I'm just seeing in front of me to make and, sure and, I and, potentially and include them. Yeah, go ahead. And as you go into that, I want to throw something in there. Like you were talking about how the enemy can give us these standards. Sometimes I wonder if that's what God is up to too, you know, like I don't know how to interpret uh, be holy as I am holy. Like Good point. I don't know how to point. interpret that as, as my best guess at it is that God in his mercy is, is trying to help us get to the end of ourselves quicker because that's where, you know, and, and, and okay, I'm going to give him this thing to help speed up their experience of their own failure so they can come to me empty-handed and we can get to work, you know. <laughs> I love that. I could be no, wrong no, about I, that, but that's No, I think you're right. No, I think you're right because I think all this different is, is he, it's expressed differently. Another place in God's word where it says, you know, what the enemy is using as a temptation, mm-hmm. God, God is using as a trial. And yeah. he will give us the ability to get through the temptation but the trial is his holiness so this is my my answer i think to that is i pray the fruit of the spirit over me and my family every morning and what i realize is i'm never going to be those things on my own i'm never going to be love joy peace patient kind good faithful gentle have self-control you know i'm not going to be all those things on my own But that does help me get to the end of myself quicker. 
same with the Beatitudes. Like, you know, he talks about blessed are the merciful uh, and the meek. And I'm like, I'm not those things. I need to be those things. <laughs> and right. then and then probably the place thing I'm even the most convicted is the love chapter uh first Corinthians oh, yeah. thirteen. Because it's like patient, kind. Uh I'm like, no, I f- and then love never fails of all things, right? Well, I'm never gonna hold up to that standard. But I do think that's the holiness standard he's hold he's holding up for us. Yeah. So that we go, yeah, no, no, you're not going to be able to do those things without me, but I can help you get closer to this plan I have for you. That is what reorder is all about. I 100% agree I with that. So. that yeah. Reordering is about humbling ourselves. So, um, for example, First Peter 5, 6, and 7 says, humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. There's that word time. Exactly. Right time. Yeah. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. So I feel like yeah. that very much goes with your song. And yeah. then the other one, and this is an interesting one. This is from um, the voice translation of 1 John 3.18. And this is you know, John giving a life lesson later in his life, saying, my little children, don't just talk about love as an idea or a theory. Make it your true way of life and live in the pattern of gracious love. So I've always really liked mm. that passage because it's, again, convicting. Would you but read I that do, to me again? Yeah, First John 3.18, um, it's the voice translation. It says, my little children, don't just talk about love as an idea or a theory. Make it your true way of life and live in the pattern of gracious love. You know, so John described himself as the apostle Jesus loved and really had this deep understanding from Jesus himself of what self-sacrificing love looked like. And I love that he's like admonishing. Like, do we even know if John ever got married? I actually, doesn't it almost appear like he lived to be this old man on Patmos and was just like this wise sage passing down wisdom that the Lord had given him. And, and it's, you know, whether he was or not, we don't know. But I, what I know from his words is the wisdom comes right from the time he spent with the Lord. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty convicting. Cause I think a lot of us talk about love as an idea or theory, but yeah. do we live in a pattern of gracious love. That's what right on time is. It's about sort of a pattern for our life that the Lord has in mind for us. And we have like this different idea of how to live. And, yeah. and one, he does want us to slow down. Have you ever heard of um, John Mark Comer's book, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry? No. Okay. So I'm reading that right now. Um, it's got some interesting reminders in there about, um, fasting from social media and other things that we do so many things like in a rush. Uh, I mean, obviously under COVID, you know, maybe we've all yeah. learned how to do this a little bit better. Um, but I do think that's another part of being right on time. It's like, like the trite expression, stop and smell the roses kind of a thing. Like, like right. are we right. taking time to truly like enjoy, um, each day, each moment, 
Um, so, so I do think that's a thread of this record too. I feel like there is a, an element in, in bits of some of these songs, like in I'm Gonna Let It Go and in Glory Days. Like take two of the more upbeat songs we've talked about. Yeah. You're saying in both of those songs, you know, I need to, I need to live with more joy um, because I need to let go of some of these other areas. But then this song, and I, I agree with you, this is, I think, my favorite song from the record as well. This song is the reminder of why you need to sing Glory Days and I'm going to let it go. <laughs> because you can't truly enjoy the good moments unless you understand that there are these other lower moments um, right. that could happen at any time. And, yeah. I, and I do think the Lord um, loves when we acknowledge the, the gifts he gives. And sometimes those gifts are just uh, smaller things. Like for you, hopefully, I saw, you know, and, and we've talked about this, you've been getting to do some shows when other artists have not. And a lot of that yeah. has just been, you know, I think it's been your hard work, which by the way, my pastor really did want to book you. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I, had, well. I had, I had the conversations and then we had like massive COVID outbreaks at our church sure. and, and we're just kind of in one of those. We're also in a, a state that's really locked down. You've probably sure. read, yeah. read and seen plenty about Pennsylvania. Like, like we've got all these restrictions on visitors yeah. But but I do know I do know that the Lord probably has a different plan for when you're going to come. Like it's going yeah. when you come, it's it'll going be right to be, on time. It'll be right on time. Exactly <laughs> yeah. right. So so I'll I will circle back on that because I do feel like that's supposed to happen. I actually am confident of that. Yeah. It's just kind of like we don't know yet the Lord's timing. So so yeah, um, I do actually yeah. need to go soon. But yeah, anything okay, in cool. closing about this conversation? Yeah. I'll say, you know, I think the other thing that right on time means to me, you know, I'm 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 consciously trying to write songs that meet people in their worst moments or when they're full of anxiety and fear and I and I hope the song helps them take a deep breath and you know, let go of, you know, I want to write songs that are, are, are handrails in the storms that they can kind of Ooh. hold on to and find some kind of anchoring because my experience is that when I'm just consumed by my anxiety, I'm, I'm reactive and I'm, I'm blind to a number of things and I'm vulnerable to making bad decisions. And, but if I can be grounded and, and reminded of what my ultimate beliefs are, ultimate hope is, um, I'm, I'm able to act instead of react, and I'm able to respond to what the Lord might be doing or, you know, all those things. And, and so, so, yeah, it's, it's a lot of it's about trying. I hope one person hears right on time that it quiets their mind from all of the anxious chatter mm. and maybe in that space gives them the opportunity to hear what the spirit might be saying about what the next step is 
Oh, I love it. Did you know um, I participated in your version Bible study? Oh, about, no. About yeah, I, I did know that because I saw your comments on that, and I was so honored that you would, you would do that. Thank you. Yeah, so I was on there every day, and it was a real blessing. Um, oh, and I remember, I remember the right on time day. Um, I, I think you did have that moment. There definitely were people in that community who I feel were making that expression. And what was Good. amusing to me, and I'm sure it was to you as well, is how many people were reading that Bible study who didn't seem to know your music. I thought that was, like, fascinating. Yeah, that, yeah, that was interesting, <laughs> too. Yeah, I did notice that a couple times, yeah. Um, you know, and so I would, like, I would, like, make a reference to one of your older songs, and somebody would be like, oh, I didn't even know about his older songs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, I, I feel like that was accomplished through that Bible study. And by the way, in particular, I love that it was a community and you participated in the community, but oh, mostly so you, fun. mostly you listened. And I think that was probably the bigger, bigger blessing oh, for you because yeah. it's, it was, you wrote out kind of how you were interpreting lyrics like these. And then you got to watch how a community interpreted them. And I have to admit, I, was blessed every day by oh. something somebody else said. Yeah, good. That's that actually good. made me think of the songs in an even deeper way. So I have to tell you, every ever since then, when I hear this song, I some of those comments from you and some of your community come back to me um, mm. about the the way people experienced what you said about the song, let alone kind of what I hear in the song. So I do think that's just the beauty of, um, you know, why I actually do these too, by the way. I, I partly yeah. do these for yeah. that same reason. Like I just want to create conversations with people yeah. um, about ways they can use these songs as, as you said, um, guardrails, handrails uh, to get through whatever they're going through, because it's why I'm doing this. You know, that, and I saw you did a, a writing session with Dan Hasseltine again. Yeah. Um, you know, Dan is the reason you and I are talking. Like, if, huh. if, Jar, if Jars doesn't put out that first record in all likelihood, right. I'm probably not a believer. Um, sure. But, it was, wow. but yeah. it was from them speaking to my heart through their music that led to me getting saved, which led to me wanting to, you know, pass it, pass it on, pay it forward. And then yeah. it's so funny too, because do you know, I was um, started writing with Dave Trout for uh, UTR media the same year he started the gourmet um, album list. Uh, and I didn't know list. No. And so I've been writing with him since 2009. And oh, we wow. just put out, we just put out again, the list. And what's funny is, he considered Order, the first EP, to be a 2019 release, so it wasn't eligible oh, okay. for, for his 2020. It, it was so funny because I had nominated. So I said, okay, well, based on that, I, order I nominate both um, Disorder and Reorder EPs for the list. Um, yeah. But I think the panelists looked back to well, we already honored the order EP, so whatever. It is what it is. So, so stay tuned because I'll be um, – I think I sent you at least one of them. I've written, I think, three oh. individual song devos 
for yeah. his website. So oh, I wrote one on re- I wrote one on Remind Me You're Here and one for Glory Days, and I'll probably yeah. write one. Um, I'll write a long form one for NRT, and then I'll write a short form one for him. So he's doing something called um, Song RX email. Sure, right. And yeah. and I've been contributing a number of those. I think I'm up to about twelve. And I've had, like I said, two of your songs so far. But like, that's what your songs are. They're like, they're RX, like Chicken yeah. Soup for the Soul, you know, one of yeah. those songs. So, so. Yeah, so, um, yeah, you've got, you've got my full support of, of anything you do. Uh, and then I'm sure we'll keep this conversation going. But stay tuned. I'll get this up um, in, in God's perfect timing. It'll be right on time. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right, so, thanks, Kevin. Always great to chat, and uh, you we'll definitely get together and hang out as soon as we can. Hey, I, I love it. I can't All right. Wait. Thanks, buddy. Thank All you. right. God bless. Yeah. All right, you too. Care. Bye. Uh, bye-bye.